You are listening to Midgard Interactive, a podcast dedicated to the play-by-email game Midgard, produced by Midgard USA and copyright 2020 by John Caps and Talisman Consulting. I am David Oliver Kling, your host, and I first started playing Midgard, the play-by-mail game, back in 1986. Welcome to the first episode of Midgard Interactive. I chose the name Midgard Interactive because the term interactive implies two-way communication. And this podcast is not just for me, but it is for you, the listener. I've been playing Midgard in various forms and under various ownerships since 1986 when I was about 16 years old. I developed a love for the game, and I'm glad to see that it has been resurrected and it's coming back to life, and that so many people are gathering to replay this game again. And this podcast is dedicated to bringing the Midgard players together to form a community. It's about all of us. If there's something that you'd like to see covered in this podcast, just let me know and we'll make it happen. I hope to have interviews. I hope to focus on news in the game and just anything that is centered around the game Midgard is fair game for this podcast. So I hope you enjoy it. In the event that there are people listening to this podcast who are not familiar with the game, I thought I would read the introduction from the rule book, which states, Your character is either the second son or the rebellious daughter of a well-to-do but not rich family. The firstborn son will inherit all the lands and chattels of this feudal society. Your only avenues of prominence are the traditional routes of military, church, or trade. The less common routes of remaining independent, barbarism, banditry, piracy, schism, and religious heresy are also possible. You are not destitute as your family has provided you with a state. Three of your closest friends have sworn to join their fortunes to yours and to serve as your loyal followers. Unemployment has been high recently, and you have been able to persuade about 200 local youth from the farms and villages to act as your retainers to share in the adventures to come. Your family has never been very politically or religiously inclined, though you are familiar with the major factions and kingdoms of Midgard. You are free to place your fate with any of the power structures, but might well be advised to wander a bit, carry cargo between towns, and learn more of the lay of the land before making any decisions. You have never been further from the nearest city, but you know the region well. Additionally, you have a map of the immediate region of Midgard given to you by your eldest brother. The game encourages a player to advance through a series of levels of increasing power and influence. Players accumulate influence points by completing tasks for a faction or kingdom. Trade missions can be undertaken by any faction without prejudice. Merchants are a necessary part of society and a low-status occupation. At this stage, you are simply an independent clan. After you have gained some familiarity with the region through travel, you can expect to be offered more challenging and various assignments by many of the factions or kingdoms in the game. Midgard is, after all, a very uneasy world and your services can be important to many. Once you have gained some military experience, the faction leaders will help you recruit more retainers to use as soldiers. This will occur after you consistently begin supporting one faction. The pressure to choose a side builds quickly. Factions have four paths that you can follow. You can give your oath to a kingdom, faction, or religious order. You can also choose to remain independent and join a group. Groups in Midgard band together to attack larger targets, but rarely follow any type of structure. 
picture. Groups include pirates, bandits, and the like. Though you may change your mind or put off making any decision, others will be acting quickly, hoping to gain the upper hand. Briefly, the possibilities are between kingdom, faction, groups, or religion. These are fully described in the faction section of the rulebook. Players will eventually control the senior positions in the factions, governing cities, and the like, and you can expect to see large and far-reaching economic, political, and military actions. The Game Master will control the quantity of forces released by each faction. So that's the basic introduction of the game. Gives you an idea of, of what Midgard is about and what it's like to be a player. When I first started playing Midgard back in 1996, I played in a mercenary faction called Merkvert. And the founders of that particular faction were very dedicated to providing a, a detailed factional description. I remember there was a, a booklet called The Code and another booklet called, I think it was called The Book. Anyhow, both of these uh, manuals were used. And when I was in the United States Navy, I continued to play, you know, in the Merkvert faction. When I got out of the Navy, the game had changed hands a couple of times. And I played for a while as the Rotor Senior Number 1. Then I played in the Banner as Senior Number 4. And I think as that particular version of Midgard was coming to an end, I started, in the leader, I started taking up the leadership of the Blood and Fire, which was a religious faction. So I played all over the map in the game, and it's a it's a wonderful game. And like I said, I'm glad to see that it has come back and that it's resurrected. So stay tuned for future episodes of this podcast. I just wanted to kind of get it out and do an initial episode and see how this all works out. So please continue listening and enjoy the game. Thank you for listening to Midgard Interactive. Please send your feedback directly to me at david.oliver.kling at gmail.com. And do me a favor, put Midgard in the subject so I know that it's about this podcast. Thanks again for listening. And remember, there are many different factions in the game. Make sure you choose wisely. Thank you.